0: It's all right here on Law of Attraction Talk Radio.
1: Well, welcome to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules from beautiful Southern California. And boy, do I got a great show for you today. Oh my goodness. I've got one of my most favorite brother team with me, um, Josh and Adam Beagleson. And I know you probably remember their father who just died last year but harvey beagleson is this world-renowned medical doctor that read live blood and in this blood it told it told you specifically what happened in your past what is happening now and what's going to happen in the future it's really really fascinating stuff By just reading the blood, you can actually see pictures in the blood. Like if you're pregnant, you're going to see uh, a child in the blood. (laughs) So many, many fascinating things. And I am so delighted to be bringing on Josh and Adam who are my good friends and um, boy I really believe in what they are going around the world and lecturing about this is really important stuff and it's really great diagnostic tool that you can find out what is going on when I had my test done on the cruise back in 2016 or 2015 oh my goodness the things I found out, and it amazed me, how did they know this about my past? Nobody knows that. So it's amazing. And you are going to love the show tonight. And um there's one reason why you're gonna love it, because you are listening because this is what you attracted to you. That's how it works. So whatever you hear tonight, you're gonna have an aha moment. And that is why you're listening so stay tuned let's take a fast commercial break and we'll be back with Josh and Adam Beagleson. I'm so excited we'll be right back
0: it's here it's hot and it's a must read it's the science behind the law of attraction magazine Every issue brings you great articles and in-depth how-tos from all your favorite Law of Attraction experts, authors, scientists, and medical professionals. Go to lawofattractionmagazine.net. That's lawofattractionmagazine.net.
1: Did you know that every human uses only a small portion of their powerful mind? Jules would love to serve as your guide into living your dreams. Go to creativeguidedimagery.com or call 951-201-2166. That's creativeguidedimagery.com.
0: You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Heard by millions worldwide through 38 internet radio stations and in over 135 countries. Be sure to sign up for your monthly updates and get all the latest information on LOA radio events, such as cruises, workshops, and seminars, as well as information on the latest shows, topics, and guests. Go to loaradionetwork.com and sign up today.
1: Well welcome back Josh and Adam Biggelson, back to yeah, Love Attraction yeah. Talk Radio it's been too long but you guys have been so busy all over the world talking about the holographic blood and yes. reading doing readings on the blood or is that what you call it
2: Educational consultations. Thank you. That's right. I knew that. One.
1: I knew that. Uh, so, so anyway, we want to talk about that because we want to tell everybody at home, because the majority of them are at home right now, what to do in this really incredible historical time. That's, yeah. that's putting it nicely. Sure.
3: Sure. It's a good thing to do these days as much as possible to put things nicely. <laughs> it's not easy, is it? No. Holy cow. <laughs>
1: cool. So so how do we let's go on with the main subject then. Mm-hmm. Here we are. Uh many of us locked in our homes. And we keep on hearing reports that this isn't even good for us. So mm-hmm. I don't understand it in the way that maybe you and your dad knew it. So, what do you think is going on with this coronavirus?
2: Good question. Good you want question. to jump on it? Um, that's a that's a it's a loaded question, Jules. Um, the key is with what we believe. That we believe if internally we're healthy, then it really doesn't matter what's going on externally. So, right. there's people who believe the virus is a real thing. There's people who, who believe that it's it's. It's garbage. But either way, for people who believe in it or don't believe it, if you're healthy inside, it doesn't really make a difference. We're impervious to what's going on outside. So basically the message has been these days, why is our body not working properly and what can we do to make our body work properly? It's about our internal terrain. We're affected by our external terrain. But if we're strong internally, it's not going to affect us as much as a normal person would. Okay, so, message, so stop yeah. right
1: there. Now, you're saying that chances are we will not be bothered too much by it right? if our, if our body is healthy. If our immune system is strong, if yeah, we're nice and healthy right now, why do we even need to bother about it? Is that what you're saying? Right,
2: right. and a lot of what's going on is, is with the way the environment's been changing over the years. Um, the way people's uh, lifestyle has been changing over the years that our mucosal membranes are in a constant state of irritation. So the inner lining of our sinuses and our digestion are just consistently irritated these days. So it doesn't take much to set us off center. Right. So when the seasons start to change, it really starts to irritate our mucous membranes even more. Mm. And this is where the so-called flu comes along. Right? So right. if we start to take care of ourselves internally, then it really doesn't matter what goes on. We'll start to adapt to the environment. What's gone on is people are weaker individually inside, and we're not adapting to the weather changes as much as we used to. Yeah, and seasonal changes are a big thing. If you think about the animal world, some animals hibernate,
3: some change color and lose fur. So for us to think we're not affected by seasonal changes is a little ridiculous. Now, at the same time, it's all about that balance. If you think about a virus in general, and it's interesting, when the virus issue came up, I don't remember my dad talking about viruses very much. Yeah. He he wasn't concerned about them. You know, the one thing I do remember him saying is he lectured, used to lecture with a guy in the eighties, late eighties, early nineties when HIV was a big deal. Okay. That's a big deal virus. This guy would actually take a volunteer from the audience who was HIV positive, stick the person with a needle and then stick himself. And he never got the virus because the thing is his terrain is too strong for the virus to live there. Yes, it's it's balanced and if you think about just the simple thing one person in school gets sick and gets the flu and the kids at school and he's sneezing and whatever and coughing the whole class doesn't get sick and some people get sick all the time some people never get sick when I taught elementary school they say the first year you get sick all their kids and all their germs but then you realize you don't have time to get sick it's much harder to make substitute plans so I never got sick wow unless I wanted to, like there were times where the body said, okay, stop. And it was usually on vacation time that I got sick
2: because I didn't have time for that. Well, also, also what we've learned too, is we were living in Spain for the last couple of years and a lot of our friends are into regenerative agriculture, right? So not just organic farming, but making sure the soil is regenerating on its own. So when mm-hmm. they leave the property, the soil starts to regenerate. Mm-hmm. And we had one of our friends, we've got a great picture on our website of one farm that's all green And it's surrounded by all these farms that just look like salted earth because they've all had roundup and glyphosates on them. Right. Right? And I remember dumbly asking him, I said, well, you're downhill from, from some of those farms. How come the roundup, the poison isn't affecting your farm? And he said his soil is too strong for the poison to affect it.
1: Oh my gosh. Well, that's 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 exactly what we're talking about now. Absolutely. So it's really incredible to me that, you know about the virus your dad would knew about the virus and here the last thing that we're hearing anybody talk about is how do you get into that state of healthiness so that you don't get the virus right Right. because it is avoidable but yet nobody's talking about that they're just saying it's so contagious you're going to get it no matter what
2: right no you know, you have two what, sides of the, two yeah. sides of the story and nobody's talking about what to actually do about it right, right? and right. that's you know what dad's work was so brilliant and it was really the work of a lot of different wonderful practitioners over the years um but you would create a healthy body you release the blocks if you've had surgeries the scar is a physical and an energetic block so you work on the scar tissue you align the body and you let the body take care of itself right. so it's really really simple process yeah
3: someone said to me initially when as things were first starting and we were a little more vocal, you know, as people look to us for guidance, as much as we want to tell people they're stupid or they don't understand, blah, 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 we really want to, we feel for people, you know? Um, But the reality is, it is about the balance, okay? And the virus, we have the viruses in our DNA and things like that. Um, If you think about the simple parasite experience, and Josh and dad would talk about this, um, a tapeworm. Okay, if I'm healthy and he's unhealthy lifestyle-wise, I eat a tapeworm, there's no food for it. It comes right out the other end. However, in him, there's an environment it can live in. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: Okay, so it's the same idea. I said, someone said to me, as we were being very vocal initially, they said, well, why don't we send you to Wuhan? And I said, I'm not going there. Anyone that goes to that, that place is gonna get sick. However, if you have someone who's supposedly infected, um and she's really pretty and i checked with my girlfriend on this because this is science i'm happy to make out with her for a while and you know we'll test me and see what happens Um, so we're not really afraid of that and the interesting thing is it's been germ theory for years pasteur and the germ and it's the germ that causes everything bechamp was the terrain theory and this is the change right now okay no matter what you believe if you think this is garbage and a lie or if you believe and you're afraid Right now, you know there is nothing more important than your health. Your Ferrari is not helping you with your health. Mm -hmm. You know, things like that. So what can you do about that? Well, people should do a little research and learn how the body works. And you have two camps here. You have um, educated doctors who say, I'm the expert, trust me and listen to what I say. Or you have people like us that wanna educate and empower you so you can learn to take charge of your health care.
1: You guys, teach people you show them what is actually going on in their body at a time through the blood analysis but also the past the present and what could happen in the future that's something that a doctor doesn't do <laughs> no,
2: <laughs>
0: except for no, your dad
1: no. except for your dad he did it but you know what yeah. you know what i mean
2: sure yeah. it's, it's a real-time view into what's going on with you internally and, and it's showing what the body is concerned about. So it's like a little roadmap for us. And basically your body is telling you what it needs help with. Right. And basically it's the it's, we agree with the farmers. The farmers said that things started to go wrong when people thought they could improve on what nature does. Right. And that's the same thing. A lot of practitioners are doing. Doctors, you, yeah. You can't improve this body. You could support this body and let it do its job. Uh, His dad always said he never healed anything. He made the body work properly, and the body took care of itself. Right, right. Yeah. Which is why he always laughed at the notion of an autoimmune disease. Yeah, like the body is going to attack itself. Right. Yeah. That that is not the way it works. So he he called um um uh, the word autoimmune or, an Orwellian word basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. I, it makes
1: sense. It makes sense
2: right so the body's never going to attack itself it's always striving for balance it's always striving for that homeostasis right, right. And we just have to support it so it can do its job and, and, it really and is... when
1: you have pain when you have pain or aches or whatever that's simply your body trying to talk to you and tell you what's going on right, right. that's absolutely. your first signal to to get to someone that can help you
2: absolutely you it. And, and it might be pain in your foot but that doesn't mean that's what's causing the pain there's a lot of good practitioners, a lot of good body workers who can figure that out. The blood will show us, you know, a lot of times your foot problem is coming from your pelvis, right? right? It can also come from your teeth. Yeah. You know, if the body's, the head's out of alignment, it's going to pull the whole body out of alignment and put pressure on your foot. Mm-hmm. So the, the key is even with my, the, the person I learned my, my body work from was an osteopath and it says, you never listen to what the client says. You just nod a little bit. Because they're going to tell you every little thing that's going on with them. But your job is to put your hands on the body and figure out where that source is. Yeah. And what happens is, is we get caught up in the noise.
3: Right. Yeah. And,
2: and the they're... blood goes right
3: to the point. It'll show you exactly what you need to see. It's really simple. And it really is. It comes down to terrain, terrain, terrain. We need structural balance. So we get hit. We, get, we fall. We bump ourselves. So we need some external help with that. So someone to align the car. You can put all the good gas in the car you want, all the oil changes, but if it's off center, it's going to keep driving, or if it's out of alignment, it's going to keep driving off center. Right. So we need structural balance. We need energetic balance. We need emotional balance and spiritual balance. And they all affect everything else. Right now, what's going on too, is people, so many people are so afraid. Oh gosh. Well, right there's your fight or flight. So this is not how you heal. So yeah, as we're kept inside and isolated, that's not really healthy for us. I mean, we need people. And the other thing is the old days, there was the old measles parties, chickenpox parties, yeah. right? One kid gets chickenpox and then everyone else sends their kids over to hang out with that kid so they can be exposed and build up a little tolerance. That's your, that's your true vaccine.
1: And, and, and it's something I, we don't do today.
2: Right. No, no. And I think that's part of what's going on as Adam just hit on that is, you know, everybody is such in a state of fight or flight right now, which is sympathetic mode. Right And we don't heal in sympathetic mode, we heal in parasympathetic mode, right. right, which is rest and rejuvenate, rest and recuperate and now that you know even for us who are not worried about what's going on right now as far as this virus, whatever you call it, you can feel the fear around you, yes, you know, and I'm starting to watch people start to crack a little bit, you know because the fear is starting to get to them a little bit, and there's not there's no lower emotion that we can be in than fear right, right. you know um so i it's part of it is we're stuck in our houses now. Luckily, we can garden here. We've got a little garden, you know, so I can go outside. We can watch the birds. We're somewhat free up here in, in Auburn, California, because we can go to the stores and things like that, you know, but sitting in your house all day is, is not a way to heal. I no. tried it. I tried it once. It didn't work. <laughs> no.
1: no, because and your dad would tell me that your mind and your body go hand in hand if they're off balance if you are fearful you're not going to heal the way you're supposed to be healing so Mm -hmm. that's the whole thing so if we're stuck here and i'm stuck here in southern california what can i say thank goodness i have my grandkid living with me Ah, so it's like okay you have to have some sort of well, something to do, something to keep you busy, something to focus sure. on. And that's what work did for us. Yes. But if you can't go to work, then right. there's a major problem. And that's the majority of Americans today. It's like, what what sure. the heck am I going to do with myself?
3: Right, yeah. right. And that's what we've been sharing. We've done, I've done a few Facebook shows and little Facebook check-ins. And just to kind of share, you know, it's about keeping a balance somehow. So what are people doing? You know, and placebo effect, we know what this can do. That's already been proven. So we're stuck. We're afraid. We don't know what sources to trust and things like that. So we need to do a little homework, you know, and these days, like as soon as I get up, I'm doing my qigong. Wow. Uh, and there's those little things like the 1% of your day, right? So if you do that first 15 minutes of your day, um, do some kind of yoga, some exercise, um, sing, play guitar, read the comics, don't go straight to the news, but do something to start your day off right. Okay. The other thing is, um, as we look into what's going on health-wise, they're saying respiratory issues.
1: Yeah. Well,
3: it's a great time to learn some breathing exercises, you know, and as we get, we get stressed and uptight and in fear, (laughs) we breathe really shallow. We're not getting good deep breaths. And I, you know, for me, Josh and I, we were, stopping in California to visit mom yes. for her for her birthday for a week and then we were headed to San Diego into Mexico to go work at the clinic and we were running full force we've spent 6 months setting up clients at the clinic in Mexico they're thrilled we're thrilled we visited a couple times um so we come here and everything stops (laughs) right and i'm like i'm my fifth the way it was going to go is we're going to work for a month do great things set up everything in mexico and end on my 50th birthday where i would be surfing with my friends eating tacos yay and that didn't happen i ended up living on the floor behind my mom's couch in the living room so
1: what a heck of a birthday believe (laughs) you were with me
3: (laughs) wow um but i you know the human experience happens um and i get up first thing in the morning as i don't sleep a lot and the mind goes right to stupid you know so i don't know what to do i i can't escape my mind you know i can walk and i'm running away from myself the qigong really helps but i reached out to a few people um there's a guy i know doc stars and he's really interesting he has Sounds of the stars. So he's mapped astrological phenomenon and created sounds, and they it, it changes brainwave activity.
1: Oh wow!
3: So I thought, you know what? Um, I, I I called him and I said, Do you have a sound? He said, yeah. And I worked on it and I thought, oh, interesting. And then my thinking is, I want to share with people at least the tools that I've come across, because right now people are they're in need. Yeah. You know. So I think it's important for people listening. What is it that you're doing that brings you any kind of joy? Um, that gets you out of your head in the midst of what's going on that's important i mean the the emotional thing you saw how much we see emotions in the blood right it's a big deal we're all having emotional issues right now so the question is what are people doing are using as tools to keep themselves balanced physically energetically emotionally and spiritually right? right So, how do we do this? Um, how are you doing? <laughs> what do you do first thing in the morning out of curiosity?
1: I uh, grab a cup of coffee, feed my kitties,
0: okay.
1: and then I go sit behind a computer and just play my games. <laughs> nice.
3: Thank God yeah. for games. Wow. <laughs> yeah,
1: I do. Yeah. I play my games just to wake me up with a nice cup of coffee. That's what I do.
3: Great. And these cool little games with the words where you're using your brain, you know, yeah. I got the whole family addicted to one game. It's great. It gets you out of your head for a little bit.
2: You can't do it forever, but yeah. it's actually, it's like a form of
3: meditation. Yeah.
2: Well, I'm you know. part of it now too, is, is, is our movements are so restricted. So we're in the state of stagnation. And that's what we teach so much. The body's supposed to flow really nice energetically, but we get blocks in the body. Now we've got stagnant areas. And in those stagnant areas in our body, that's where the the, the problems start to occur. Yeah. So now we're being confined to this little area. And now we're being stuck in our heads also. Yeah. So there was a, a man named Otto Warburg, who was the only physician to ever win the Nobel Prize twice in medicine. And all he talked about was pHs. Yeah. Right? And there's so much talk about pHs going on these days. And very little of what I hear is actually on the right path. Close. So dad worked with a, with a german doctor who would put insert ph meters into people's <coughs> veins basically so he would test their blood ph oh and he would come in and say oh jules things aren't looking very good and the ph <laughs> would the ph would spike right he'd come in and say jules things are looking good today and the ph would balance out so mm-hmm. the emotion wow right the other part of that that's
1: good that's good huge uh-huh. huge
2: the other part of that is everybody is, is radically changing their diet to make it more alkaline because they hear alkaline is bad. Right. Alkaline and cancer. Right. Right? And what people are most people are doing is they're testing their urine. If they're testing their pH at all, right? Well the urine is our waste product. So if if our blood is acidic, then our urine is alkaline. Right. So if our urine is alkaline, basically our blood is acidic. So people are thinking that they're alkaline when a lot of times they're not. Right.
1: Isn't that amazing? See, that's good to know because I fell into that trap.
2: The, and the lucky thing about it actually is our diet only controls about two to 5% of our actual pH. It's our kidneys and lungs that control our pH.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So it's a deep breathing, the so getting out in the air. Yeah. Uh, so that really will help the pH balance.
2: Ki- I didn't know f- that. Yeah. And- kidneys are fear. Right. So fear affects the kidneys, basically, and the lungs are grief. Mm-hmm. So, so we, want, we want to cry because that helps clean the lungs, you know. You know for us, too, well, the best way to release the emotions is to open up the body physically. Right. So you take pressure off the kidneys so the kidney can do its job. You take pressure off the liver. You don't do a supplement. You don't do a liver cleanse. You take pressure off the liver so the liver can process what it needs to do physically and emotionally.
1: Right. How, how do you do, how do you take the pressure off of a, a liver? Just give me it's, a hand. It's
2: interesting. Well, we talked, a lot of it comes, a lot of our problems with our liver comes from our belly button right. and comes from our birth, right? So this is something not a lot of doctors talk about, but what happens is that umbilical ligament attaches up to the roof of our diaphragm, and then that ligament goes down to our pubic symphysis. So here in the U.S., where we've got such a great infant mortality rate, <laughs> um, when we're when we're born, they take out the umbilical cord and they cut it really close. Well, right. so I got these pretty little belly buttons. Well, well, that's like a drawstring. So they pull out the cord and it pulls your diaphragm down to your liver, and your liver is always starting to back up and always starting to back up. So as we get older, we start to grow. Well, we can't pull, we can't go up right all the way, so it puts more and more pressure on your liver. So people wonder why they're fifteen, 15 20 years old and they're starting to get mononucleosis. It's because the liver is backing up. It's not even transmitted by kissing. Yeah, yeah. Right. So this is why midwives are so great. They will leave about three or four inches on the umbilical cord. After we can naturally falls off, those kids breathe wonderfully. Right. Yeah. So oh. we're just a lot of us are set off center right from birth there, and the liver becomes a problem as we get older. It's a scar your belly button, and scars are always contracting. So we get older and we start to pull down more yeah. into the belly button area, and that's part of the reason we lose our height. Right.
1: Uh- <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh!
2: we get angrier we get more afraid
3: yeah definitely and dad yeah. figured this out by looking at the blood and seeing a pattern over and over again yeah. so we would do belly button treatments we would do a treatment to release the scar tissue now this is where we need doctors to do injections or we actually would show people how to do it themselves okay. i've done it's just a small needle just to go right into the tissue. and at this point there's all kinds of things you can
2: do you can rub coconut oil there's essential oils that'll start to break on up your belly tissue. button yeah. Then there, There's uh, practitioners who do like a visceral manipulation. They could start to work on that ligament. Mm-hmm. Most practitioners, even body workers, it's a surprise that ligament, how much it's really controlling things. Yeah. You know, a fair amount of cases would come in the first time, and he would work, my dad would work on the belly button diaphragm, and it would turn the whole case around. Right. And wow, he yeah. said most people's goal in life was just to learn to breathe, yeah. and we'd come out not breathing properly. Right. So you give that body a good first breath and let it do its job. Right. So
1: that's basically yeah. a massage point then. Would you say that?
2: Acupuncturists are very aware of it. You know, it, it's our center point for meditation and for martial arts. It's our dantian. you know. So a lot of us really come out ungrounded. So there's different ways people go about it. You know, Dad would always he would inject homeopathics and actually dad would inject live germs into the belly button to regenerate it because we are germs, germs are not bad for you. And he would start to regenerate that scar tissue. Um, we were starting to work with some body workers in Spain who were really concentrating on releasing that ligament and they were doing really well with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so first up, I'd probably try a body worker. You know, and I'm talking about more along the lines of a cranial osteopath, sometimes a cranial sacral person. Yeah. yeah. Um, and see if they could start to manipulate it and loosen it up a little bit. Yeah. He used to tell people that they could, they could take a marble or a crystal and put it in your belly button and what happens is the muscles contract around it and help, helps to release the diaphragm. Yeah. So it's it's a temporary fix, right. but it seemed to really ground people. Yeah,
3: yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing yeah. how much we've seen come from the belly button. At this point, if yeah. we didn't look at your blood and just put you on the table and treated the belly button and aligned the body, m- most people would have a different quality of life.
2: It was always the first treatment he did. Yeah. So yeah. sometimes wow. just that change. He fixed a lot of my friends of asthma when I was young, just with that one treatment. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I love it. <laughs> Ask people if they can take a deep breath, and how many people do? <sighs> yeah.
3: That's not a deep breath. No. That's not a deep breath. Yeah, diaphragmatic breathing. And oxygen, disease cannot live in oxygen. Yeah. So, oxygen is important. You're afraid, you're not breathing as well as you should. <sighs> take a few slow, deep breaths and relax a little bit. We had one cancer patient, um, and she basically got rid of her cancer by staying in the hyperbaric chamber because cancer can't live in oxygen. Wow. Right? And these days it's interesting because even they're talking about treatments uh, with respirators and things like that. Yeah, um, The cell membranes aren't permeable, permeable to the oxygen because of the imbalances in the body. The inner environment is toxic and things are changing. Okay, So for people that are generally not unhealthy, well, do you breathe? How much do you breathe? How often do we hold our breath? We get afraid, we hold our breath. We concentrate, we hold our breath. So breathe, and it's interesting too. My thing right now is, as people are trying to figure things out, okay? You've done some research, and then you're drinking alkaline water. Okay, well, you tried. Um, we're trying to share information. We're talking about you personally, just in general. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. I, do. Yeah. I
1: have water. Yeah, I do.
3: But we're trying to at least let people know that they're different. They're unique. So what works for you might not work for me, and it's important That's to true. understand how the body works. Where were we when biology class happened in high school? Okay, did we pay attention? Not really. No, none of us did, and and none of our teachers were really that good, anyways, at that point. Um, but the blood is a big deal, oxygen is a big deal, understanding how the body works is going to keep you uh, more confident and less afraid of what's going on. And if you look at patterns and even looking for information that makes sense to you, what's your source? Is it a TV personality or is it someone who's worked with cancer for 40 years? You know, mm-hmm. I've had friends do that where they're like, well, that's your opinion. And it's like, no, actually, we've worked with cancer for 40 years, so pff, you're wrong. I'm right." <laughs> um, but for people to look for good stuff and then realize patterns I've got a friend he's uh, just turned 50 he's been doing jujitsu forever and mixed martial arts um, he's about to use black belt and he doesn't believe in the virus but he's not sick and I asked him do you or your students get sick like your jujitsu students he said no I said okay I want you to talk to your teachers and he knows some really famous jujitsu people do they get sick he said no actually no one gets sick why because they have a lifestyle that has to do with traditions and beliefs and diet and exercise and breathing and centered and grounding. So jujitsu is a great thing for a lot of people. That guy doesn't get sick.
1: Yeah.
3: Right. So who's not getting sick? People that are really doing yoga religiously or doing, you know, um, good breathing exercises, good health practices. And everyone is different. You know, dad knew Atkins from the Atkins diet. And a lot of people lost weight on that more than any other diet, but a lot of people gained weight on that diet also
0: yeah.
3: So what works for you is important to figure out. And I'm trying to encourage people to do the experiments. We locked down and I love family, Josh and I we're best friends. we work together. Oh, it gets to be a little fun sometimes. yay. <laughs> Um, but we started to do a few experiments. Okay, I just want to play, and I want to make Josh do the blood, and he's done the blood forever, so he yeah. doesn't always want to do it. Um, but we took three drops of my blood. Yeah. We took one drop and put it next to my Wi-Fi router. Okay. We took another drop. We put it next to the router in tin foil. Then we took a third drop and we put it in the other room. And we looked at three drops of blood 24 hours later, and there wasn't much difference really. Yeah. So that's interesting. Now we did it with mom's blood. Mom's blood, there was some change. So why? Well, yeah. I get up and I do my qigong every day. I'm doing some breathing exercises. You know, I'm listening to some positive things. I do my homework as much as I can. Uh, mom's
2: earned her right to do whatever the hell she wants to do. And she, that's she, right, by God,
1: she, yeah. <laughs> I know she deserves it.
2: <laughs> yes, she wasn't feeling that great at the time. And, and interesting because we hear so much about um, people who are electromagnetically sensitive right? And we'll see, we'll see these particles and movement in the blood, these little symbionts we see in the blood, which they're pure life. They're all living things. So we see this activity in the blood. Sometimes people have too much activity. Sometimes people don't have enough activity and you want a nice happy balance. So the people who are really sensitive to the, to the external, you know, electromagnetic frequencies always have a snowstorm of activity in their blood. Mm -hmm. So what we're actually viewing is the person's internal electromagnetic frequency. Right. And when the, when there's too much snow in the blood, it means the body is working too hard on trying to heal. Right. So they're more susceptible to what's going on. Right. So for people who came in who are really EMF sensitive, as dead would work with them, their activity would calm down because the body didn't have to work so hard on healing. And then the sensitivity started to go away. Right. right. So I think we have to be really aware of what's going on with, you know, the EMF out there, but we don't have to be afraid of it. Right. Okay now
1: you're
2: you're talking a, yeah. about the the 5G. Yeah, we haven't really
3: we haven't experimented with 5G because it's not here, but at least to see, you know, what we can experiment with. My blood is less susceptible because I'm doing balance work. Right. Okay. You know, mom well, is different than I am.
2: Even before the even before the 5G came along, it was the same way would go about things. Is if internally your frequency is on overload, you can go inside turn the the light on and and psh, everything goes in spasm basically. So what we're trying to do is create a healthy body, so we can adapt to what's going on environmentally. Oh
1: right. yeah, so really, yes. because yeah. there is a huge fear about yeah. the five G, and especially because they did have it in China, the Wuhan yeah. area sure. had it. Yeah. So sure. they're associating five G, and people are freaking out over that now, right. including. Yeah. So no matter what, you're going to get freaked out. That's right. what we're trying to tell people don't freak out, but, but I want to bring it down to what you guys do with the blood, because if a person has the coronavirus, can you, and have you been able to see that?
2: Good question. Well, that's a loaded question again, Jules. I'm
1: good (laughs) for that. I'm good. That's great. (laughs)
2: Yeah. first, First of all, um, Rudolf Steiner said that a virus was just your cells trying to eliminate waste and toxicity. Mm-hmm. Right? So we don't believe one bacteria is there to hurt you. It lives with us symbiotically. Right. Okay? We look at bacteria as like the body's vacuum cleaner. When we start to stagnate, our pHs change. These little symbionts we have will change into bacteria, and the bacteria, they go and clean up the terrain. Okay, and if if you don't fix the, the terrain, then what happens is the bacteria starts to turn into a fungus, so we start to mold internally. Oh yeah. And this is what cancer is. Right. So the virus is just part of the body trying to clean itself up also. It's not live, Bacteria are live. Um, a virus is just a piece of information basically. Right. So in general, we don't really care. You know, we don't really care. We don't believe it's there to harm us. Right. We believe that the body is working symbiotically with ourselves to try to start to heal things. So. Yeah. You know, well, I'll see bacteria in the blood. I never put a name on them uh, and I don't care what those bacteria are. Yeah. I because see. As soon as I say, let's say, candida, candida, that's the only stupid word the person hears for the whole hour consultation. That's true. Right, right. <laughs> you got it, you got it. And that's it, right? Yeah. So then your people are going with their candida supplements and they're doing this, you know, they're trying to kill their candida. Well, you can kill your candida, but a month later it's going to be right back Right. because you're going to fix why it's there in the first place. You grew it there, you cultivated it. Yeah. The body creates things for a reason, okay? Right. The virus is just another part of nature. If you look at real epidemics throughout time, heck, 3,000 kids a day die from malaria right now. Yeah, right now. Right, because it's in a poor country, nobody really cares right but it's part of the environment they're living in such an awful area with such an awful water source mm-hmm. yeah. that they're living in the swamp right you look at wuhan and i'm still not sure what actually came out of there if anything came out of there but it was a swamp yeah it was not a happy nature garden there it was a swamp <laughs> basically yeah, yeah. you know so you look at the environment where these things start to start and then you have to take yourself out of those environments sometimes right. we're always going to be better off in nature than we are maybe in the city yeah Right. Yeah. You know,
3: terrain, terrain, terrain. You know, it's, it could be your relationship. That's what's toxic to you. Yeah. It could be the environment. It could be your job. It's all about that. And there's the inner terrain and the outer terrain. And you see things, you know, you see these movies or TV shows um, where the woman is living in her car with her child and she's trying to, you know, like um, inspire the guy with all the money. You know, he's like, how are, you, how are you so optimistic? You live in your car, you have nothing. And the person's like, I have my, you know, I have my, my heart and my soul. So it's important to be strong and understand that those things affect your health. If you believe that you're going to get sick, you're probably going to get
2: sick. Try the experiment, people. Think about how much you're going to get sick and see what happens.
1: Oh, and yeah, I, you I, will, you I, will. Uh, but, and but,
2: paid, yeah, if people want us to look at their blood to see if they have the virus, then we're the wrong people to talk to yeah. because we don't really care. Right, we, we we figure out why the body's not working properly. You create a healthy body. Whatever they want to call it, a, a, a bad bacteria, your high cholesterol, whether you're, you're being invaded by viruses, it's not going to make a difference if you create a healthy body. Right. Yeah, so, sure
1: so that's the reason why people need to go to you because you're not going to bring up the coronavirus. It's just not important. You yeah. are just focusing in on what's going to get the body balanced. Absolutely. So that it will not, anything that's out there will not affect the body.
2: Absolutely. We don't care about the diagnosis. Right. We don't care about the okay. label they've put right. on things. We don't care about what they've blamed it on. Right. We just look into the body, we look into the blood and it tells us where the areas of concern are. Right. You
1: see, I tend to think that it's more important what you guys are doing because people are getting those tests and even though they're not sick, they're being told yeah, they have coronavirus, and they're they have they're asymptomatic. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. okay, so I bet you a lot of people do get sick after they get that diagnosis. That's oh, totally. the
3: problem. Absolutely. How many people die not long after they hear they got cancer? They give up. That's it. I got it. I'm afraid. Life life is over.
2: Yeah, the amount of times they tell you you've got six months to live and you die in six months is, is amazing. Yeah, you know. totally. It really but, is a simple...
3: Hard. It's a simple process. You know, I showed my blood on one of my Facebook things recently and said, this is healthy blood. Like if you look at that environment, this is not where bad things can grow. So the question then is, what does your blood look like? You know, people want you need to know what's really going on. And we have intuitions, but the blood takes all the guesswork out of it.
1: Yeah, it, it really does.
3: It's not, It's so nice. We look at a drop, you see round cells, you see healthy uh, platelets, and you see white cells, not too many. You know you're doing okay at that point.
1: And you're seeing pictures. Now, remember the cruise we were on, guys? Oh, yeah. And you were at the front of the boat, and the boat was going up, and Dad, you're going, whoa, wait a minute, i got to get some air. Yeah. <laughs> and looking at that microscope.
2: On, it was now. a strange little <laughs> world for Josh. Yeah. I never looked at a microscope for hours before while the boat was moving, and uh-huh. it was... I needed some air after each consult that 's for oh sure God.
1: but i got to tell you the the entire um, group was so mesmerized by what you were telling them, uh, and it was so, so important. but I remember the people were amazed that you saw the pictures in their blood you saw you saw my missing kneecap because I don't have one but you (laughs) saw the scar in it and you saw this other stuff you with other friends you saw that they had teeth problems there was mercury from the teeth or something like that I I remember and I'm going like wow people walked away totally totally amazed just mind blown that (laughs) how did you know that stuff
3: That's a good question, and it's funny because as we say these things, you know, for people listening, we always tell people, we're going to say some things when we talk that are things you've never heard, and some of the things we say are the exact opposite of what you've heard. But the thing is, our dad did this for over 40 years. We have over 60,000 images of blood in our database, and what we're doing is seeing patterns, and that's it. And this is what science should be. We've got something that's replicable, we're noticing patterns, and that's it. Yeah. so at this point yeah i think there's nothing more important than having us look at a drop of your blood once you have thoughts i think for some reason my shoulder is related to the knee we look at your blood and there's your knee and we work on your knee and your shoulder gets
2: better And a lot of times it just validates what you, you were thinking anyways right yeah so you know you were thinking since that surgery things have been a problem you know so it validates what people really know internally mm-hmm. and you know dad his background he was a medical doctor yeah, you know, he, he was a trauma surgeon in Vietnam. Ah, and I then know. And he, then he created the first homeopathic board in the United States. So he was traditional and alternative. Yeah. And by the end, he was convinced that both sides were missing the point. Right.
1: <laughs> I know. Yeah. You know, one side I is know. trying to
2: fix you with surgeries and pharmaceuticals, the other side's trying to fix you with herbs and supplements. Right. And they're each treating the leaves on the tree. Yeah, yeah. You they're know? not
1: going to the actual problem because they really yes. don't know it. They don't know sure. how to read the blood right. and what. Right information there is in it
3: well and taking sides is a big thing too okay dad said he never threw out the baby with the bathwater. and if we think about people in general as as far as being divided and conquered we're all in this together that kind of experience dad would do in mexico he was able to dictate the dosage of chemotherapy he would use low dose targeted radiation which is not legal in the states and then he would support the body naturally at the same time so you've got the radiation western and you've got the natural the holistic and he was famous for his cancer results in the 90s because of what he did that's the integrative medicine experience
1: yeah and he was so good that they didn't like it
3: right right and
1: they persecuted him
0: Uh, and that was a
1: total shame but the information he left with us through you guys oh my goodness we're 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 going to be okay here so so what we need to do um, is go see you in Mexico. Are you still doing the on slide, the slides through the mail? Yeah. Yeah. A lot
2: of what we do is the distance consultations. So we work under our private association. Uh-huh. So people have to be a part of our private association. And then we send them kits in the mail and they'll send us a drop of, of blood in the mail. Mm-hmm. Um, then we send them a report or reading uh, with pictures and a, and a brief synopsis. It's never a long report because there's always one thing we're looking for. Right. Right. And it's very simplistic and it usually really, really resonates with the person. And it usually relates to
3: everything you've got going on. It's like the domino effect. This one thing, once we knock it over, then this gets better and that gets better and this gets better because it's all related.
2: It's people talk about peeling back the onion layers to get to the root. You don't have to do that. Mm -hmm. If you get to the root, the onion just opens up.
1: Right. Does the same hold to, true with the coronavirus, though? I mean, yeah. I mean, you can actually, if you take or do the right things for the body, you're exactly. really not going to be bothered by it. Right. Or if you do, it's so mild. Like yeah. many are saying now, that was something, that was coronavirus? I mean, wait a minute, yeah. That was Th- that was nothing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> There's a good chance a lot of us may have had it and not even noticed. And even when the flu comes around, like, some people get a little cough and some people get really sick. Some people get it and asymptomatic. Your body is able to deal with it and adapt and life goes on. And it's an interesting question too. I don't know if I asked this to Josh. If we had someone labeled coronavirus, we'd take a drop of their blood and look at it. What would you expect to see? Nothing different from any other ones, any other
2: person's person. No, family. in general, I wouldn't care. If they're asymptomatic, that means it's living harmoniously with us. Right? If, if their blood is lousy, that means they're more susceptible to something external causing a problem. So, you know, we're exposed to, to bacteria and viruses every single day. It's part of who we are. You know, all well, these people who are dying of it, I'm sure there's more than one virus in their body when they actually die. So, why are they labeled yeah, it the coronavirus? Right, right. Maybe it's the acute Michigas that you have, as Dad would say, yeah, you know? Yeah. Or maybe it's that viral candida that's attacking the body, right. you know? But no, it has to be this one little thing. So, you know, part of it is if, if I don't trust the messenger, I don't trust the message. Right. You know, right. and that's part of, there's so much misinformation going on that yeah. if I was afraid of this virus being a real thing that was infectious, I still wouldn't worry because if I was healthy, it would not affect me. Yeah.
1: So really, if you stop and think about it, the lockdowns are not good for us?
2: Not really. I can't imagine keeping us, stagnation is never going to help us heal. No. Yeah. 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 So, so even uh, Adam's friend, uh, who does qigong, he taught us how to circle walk. Yeah. Right. So walk in walk a, a circle. circle. And there are studies on how good it was for you. So people are stuck in their houses. Walk in a circle for a little bit. That should help a little bit. You know, tap your feet. That pumps lymphatic system. You know, now that we're a lot of people are stuck. If I was in Spain, I'd be going crazy. <laughs> because I would have been stuck in my little apartment in the city, basically. Oh, right. Cause they were really, really up. They were, they're just starting to open up now where they can leave their houses, but really for six weeks, they weren't allowed to leave at all. Right. Right. You know, here we're allowed to go to the grocery store and go to places that they deem are acceptable for us. And um, we can lot...
1: sit outside too. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. If I couldn't sit outside and look at the birds each day, I'd probably would have been going a little more loopy right yeah. now. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah think, think
3: about solitary confinement in prisons.
2: Yeah. That's but, the way it works. Right. But yeah. they say, um, uh, Andrew Taylor still, who was the creator of osteopathy, he said disease cannot exist where there are, is no obstruction or n- there's no stagnation. Right. right. So as we sit and stagnate, it's, that's never going to be a healing environment for us to be in. Right.
3: Yeah. It's interesting too. What I, my take on this is I'm always the eternal optimist. Yeah. Um, I'm a realist too. So I understand, you know, what reality is like. And as much as I dream, I know where reality is. Um, I think what's going on now is very interesting every one of us has now the opportunity to think about what's important okay we need to eat we need to breathe we need to sleep and family people you know that's that's important to us Um, what else health so as you're stuck what can you do well we can freak out we can get silly we can drink we can smoke we can do whatever we can get angry we can meditate you have the opportunity all of us now to really look inside and start to change and put some practices into place that can make us come out of this better on the other side. And I think that right now, there's it's a big division, okay, with what we do, there's always hope, okay, Mm -hmm. And, and we don't, dad didn't want you to come see him forever. He was a rich eye surgeon, he wants you to get better and live your life, right? We want to help people, we want to support them, we can look at your blood. We travel through Spain and other countries and it's great and we share the knowledge. Right now we were headed to Mexico so we can look at your blood, then the clinic can do the treatments on the scars and the bodywork and we can look at blood again. That's what dad would do. He'd look at the blood, see something, treat it, then look at the blood immediately after because the blood will change real time and he's checking his work to make sure he's getting the right reaction. So Mexico is where we were headed to do that. And right now, Mexico is open for medical and dental, the border, Um, as I talked to the director yesterday, the border where what uh, What? San Ysidro, San Diego. Oh,
1: Okay, that's the coast. Yes.
3: And they'll pick you up in San Diego and actually drive you across the border to the clinic and back. It's in a five star hotel. There's stem cells. There's a biological dentistry clinic. There's all the Western stuff. We've got MRIs and cat scans. So all the resources are there. So we were running, we were ready, we had, it was exciting. Right now, if people are afraid and unsure, well, look up some things and find out some information that makes sense to you. We have a lot of information out there, um, some great lectures. And then a drop of blood will educate you so much. And, and that's where they, the need,
1: they need to to become a member and get the slide of their own blood. Mm-hmm. And you could tell them right off, You know, it, can you get to California? <laughs>
2: Sure, can you get? You get. <laughs> can yeah, you get and we always—I mean, we usually try to find somebody in the area that can help them. Yes, you know, sometimes if they just need a holistic dentist, we try to find a holistic dentists near there. Right. If money's an issue, we work. It's a wonderful holistic dentist that we work with in Mexico, and it's you know twenty percent of the cost of the United States. Oh gosh, gotcha. you know, even but, more
1: than that. Yeah, yeah.
2: But in general, yes. we try to find people in your area first. If it's a real difficult case, you know, in the United States there are restrictions on on what you can do. Right.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah yeah we all know that so yeah.
2: but there's so, so much you can do for yourself Really, that's
1: honestly. that's it because what yeah. you are helping people do is letting them take responsibility for their own body yes yep. and that's the most important thing yes. that's what we have to do right now we can't really depend on anybody else but ourselves right. to treat right. and keep us healthy and yes. The, yes. you're just giving clues and mm-hmm. tips on where things need to improve people are, don't
2: know. people are afraid of what they don't know right so yeah. they know the body isn't feeling well and they're not getting answers from their doctors right or they're blaming it on some sort of bacteria or virus yeah. right or something you've been exposed to or this symptom or that symptom right mm-hmm. so a lot of what times what we do is we take the fear of the unknown out of the person right yeah
1: that's impressive. they say
2: oh okay that makes sense and just then starts their healing process right
1: So let me ask you, can you do this for pets, too?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've I've actually looked at lots of pets' blood over the years. You know, it's still... Animals are awesome. (laughs) Animals are great. They react quickly. Yes. All right. But they have emotions. You know, I've looked at dogs, cats, hawks, horses. Uh, Sheep, Uh, yes, I've looked at lots of different types of blood before. (laughs) You know, vets are very linear like doctors are, so it's tough to get vets to to go along with what we're seeing. Uh, Every once in a while, there's a holistic vet who can really help. It's funny, with, with pets in person, I will never take a drop of blood from the pet, right? Because they'll forgive their owner. (laughs) <laughs> but they're not going to forgive me.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. right.
2: So the owner will have to do it because yeah, I remember the one dog, and every time I go, I'll go over that The dog looks at me like you're that guy who poked me. <laughs> right? Josh likes animals. He doesn't want to hurt. People. I love animals. So they're much easier to deal with. They're much easier to take well, care. Well, and of. here's an interesting thing too.
3: You know, as far as tools. Um, When we went to Spain, one of the first things we did was really cool. Our guy that brought us over there, we said, we need things that can help break up scar tissue other than injections because you need a doctor. So he set up an investigation for us. He had three people there. Uh, One had energetic devices that could work on scars. One uh, encrypted frequencies into crystal glass crystals and shot them with lasers into the body. And the third person used animal sounds or sounds from nature that she recorded. Okay. Now, every one of these people, we did is we looked at blood of three different people. Each of these practitioners took one of those people and worked on them. Everything showed change in the blood, but what showed the most change was the woman who took the headphones, put it on the person's scar and played the sound of a cat purring for a half hour.
1: Oh my God. It broke up
3: the scar tissue. Okay. We look at the blood, we see a scar, we inject it. We see a certain reaction in the blood, the scar reaction. When we did this investigation, and with the cat purring sound, we saw the biggest scar reaction we'd seen without anyone being injected.
1: Oh my yeah. God! That's she's amazing. using
2: the frequencies, and she's got lots of science behind it. which yes. is, I always like to look at the science behind what people are doing. Yes, you know. So she really, really did her studies on it, and it's interesting because then our friend started to notice that his cat always sleeps on his shoulder where he broke his collarbone. Yeah, right. And then his cat will lay on his on his on his wife's lap. You know, and her problem is the belly button. So the cats instinctively knew where to actually go right. to help. Yeah, And her work her work is being
3: studied, which is nice. Ava Julian is her name. You can look her up. And for people, she's got the sounds for anxiety. She's got the sounds for fear. She's got the sounds for... So, you know, when you go in nature and you hear the birds and you just feel... There's something about it, you know, where you smell that flower and you feel there's something about it. Nature is so important and so healthy for us. And we've seen it change the blood. Okay, so little things like this, I've got Doc Stars and he's using sounds from the stars to change brainwave activity. Look up sounds of the stars. This can help what people are going through. We haven't done the experiment with the blood yet, but this changes brainwave activity. They're changing oxygen in the blood. These are tools that can help support people and empower them.
1: Something to be said being a tree hugger (laughs) oh yeah Uh, really because that's gonna get you healthy believe it or not it has nothing to do with saving the tree or anything else it's your connection to the universe and
3: and talking about terrain josh has a guy um shane anderson did a documentary uh, a river's last chance Mm -hmm. and it's about the eel river system and how it was almost dead Okay, this is nature and the the fish are not there anymore. And what they did was they took the dams out. Okay, they removed what man did to improve on nature and things came back to life much quicker than they ever believed was possible. Wow! So the earth can regenerate very quickly. We are nature, we can regenerate very quickly, we've seen it. So right now it's interesting, if people are doing their work, educating themselves, they can come out of this healthier, much more grounded and able to deal with ridiculousness. There's, there's nothing more ridiculous than what's going on right now. There's so much confusion <laughs> and fear. If you can be okay in the midst of this, wow, well, you can be okay in the midst of everything. Wow. So we really have the opportunity for a big shift towards terrain. I and love I, it. I honestly think right now, the way things are happening with nature, we should do this every six months. Let's just stop everything. Let's go home with our families. Let's not drive, let's let nature, do its thing. I mean, the bison are coming back down to the water in Catalina, you know, Lake Michigan, you can see the shipwrecks, the Himalayas, you can see the top. Nature is repairing itself. The world, the earth needs us to get the hell out of its face for a few minutes.
1: And we are are nature. That's true. But if we could just take a week off during every six months, everybody at the same time, then we could all rejuvenate and then there would be less stress because we are choosing to do that as i everybody should take a health week
3: yes 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 and if we did if we lobbied for a global health week like if the whole world right now the whole world has stopped yeah things
2: are changing and nature is doing okay with it Nature's thrilled. We aren't. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, well, but we've been on lockdown, what, for months now. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really yeah, bad. Yeah. Um, we are all out of time, but <laughs> I have so enjoyed this. Yeah. And I know people are listening, and we're going to have all of your information on how you can get a kit so that they can actually talk to you about your blood, your past Present and future, and also where they're going to be. Wouldn't you going to be in Mexico?
3: Good question. The first, the first chance we get. <laughs> <laughs> yes, making uh, putting plans into place and getting our ducks in order, and hopefully in a week or two, and be good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so
1: we're we're going to. If you just contact the Beagleson Brothers, yeah. they will be able to direct you and to help you. But first off, you have to get your blood sample to them and they can send their pets blood as well is that correct
2: (laughs) as long as the pets are part of our private association (laughs) we can sign them up too
3: (laughs) okay
1: because i've got a a cat that's doing poorly so i think i'm gonna do that and and why not it's gonna help me so um this is great thank you guys so much i do appreciate it and i'm looking forward you guys coming back on and sharing more with us okay great
3: thank you jules what you do is awesome remember we did blood before and after one of your hypnotherapy sessions with josh so keep doing what you're doing and for your listeners you know there's so many tools that you've shared already the placebo the mind is important we're here to do some blood and we're just here to support motivate and encourage people so they can really be the best they can be
1: And these are the kids of the great American hero. There he is. He's he's
3: hanging above us right there. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah. One of my favorite people of all time. And your mom's pretty cool, too, Judith. She's She's a a true hero. She's (laughs) a keeper. Yeah, yeah, she's a keeper. All right. Well, so love to you guys, and we will talk soon.
2: Thanks, girls. I appreciate it. Bye-bye.